What's up, everybody? Hi. Welcome to the Homewrecker Podcast. I am the Golden Greek Alex Arion, joined as always by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. Hi, beautiful. How are you? Hello, handsome. I'm well. How are you? Doing fantastic as always. Yeah. So what's going on? What's new? Oh, we've had so much going on the past week. You had your birthday. Yeah, happy birthday yeah. to me. And we went away Woo-hoo. for a little getaway with yeah. the kids. Yeah, good good times. Yeah, and just kind of doing stuff around the house, so it's been busy. Right. Yes. Exhausting. That's okay. Yeah. <laughs> but we are in one of my favorite months, October. Yes, mine too. Why is it one of your favorite months? I love Halloween. I love the fall. Okay. Yeah. 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 That's kind of why for me too, but not not so much for Halloween, but it's always that time of year when I can start putting on sweatshirts again and hoodies, but I can still go out in shorts if I want to because it's still not that cold. See, I love wearing shorts and tank tops, but there's something about like when it's time to start putting on like warmer clothes too and... I love being barefoot, but when it's chilly, putting like cozy socks on, I like it. Uh, okay. I, I just don't I like guess. super cold. Like <laughs> I a guess. little chilly is great. Well, it's one of the joys of living in New England yes. where you get all four seasons. Yes. And of course, the foliage. Yes, very the, beautiful. The leaves all start changing uh-huh. colors and it looks really nice. But for me, it's mostly, I. it's it's scary movie time. You yes. have to start well, watching horror movies. I feel like it should always be scary movie well, I, time. Well, I guess. But you know me. I'm not really, we don't, like I like horror movies and they're, they're fine and all, but that's not like what I watch all the time. But this time of year, I'm all about it. All right. <laughs> so, yeah. So, good times. Yes. October. October. Indeed. A and speaking of, of, oh, go on. Go, go, carry on. No, go, go on a lot no, of what? I already forgot what I was going to say. Just go. I was just going to say before I forget, speaking of October and Halloween, our friend Karen Rontowski, her podcast, Paranormal Karen, I am going to be on her show, sca- uh, Scaring, Sharing, <laughs> I can't even talk now, uh, sharing a ghost story, a personal ghost story that I have. So listen to her podcast on Halloween. Well, listen to it all the time. But on Halloween, you can hear me on it. Ooh. Yeah. Look at you. Yes. Look at you. Yeah, definitely check it out. Yes. <laughs> I love her. I adore her. Yeah, she's awesome. She is. She's always just... always has a lot of interesting guests she on. She really does. And it it's a, I always feel like I come away from it learning something or at least being having my mind opened a little mm. bit more or you know, to yeah. new ideas and Excellent. stuff. It's pretty it's pretty cool. Yeah. 
So for sure, check her out. Yes. I also want to push, I don't really do this often, but I want to push my Etsy shop today because I have a special package for this month only. And after this month, it's going to be gone. So it's called the Witch's Moon Package because we got two full moons this month. So we just had a full moon, which we're going to talk about. But then in... um, in the end of October on actual Halloween, we have another full moon. So it's a blue moon and it inspired me. I've been working on different incenses. So I have my witch's blend incense, which smells amazing. You even love it. It's the one that I burned the other day and you're like, Oh, it smells really good. Yes. Yes. So I have that, I have organite, I have crystals, and I have my smudging spray. So it's a nice little package. You're getting a really big discount by getting it all together just because I'm a giver and I like to give. So go to my Etsy shop, Wonders by Monique, and snatch it before it's too late. All right. Yeah. So with all that business out of the way. Yes. What are we talking about today? Oh, we're not we're not done. Oh, we're, not. we're not ready to jump in because I want to talk to you about Something that uh, was quite disturbing that was on the news. I, I mean, not I didn't see it on the news. I saw it on social media news. What? But Rick Moranis was walking in New York City. And the Honey, I Shrunk the Kids yes, guy? Yes. Spaceballs, Ghostbusters. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. And he's like in his 60s now. Some guy just walked up to him and sucker punched him. What? Right? Like, why would you sucker punch Rick Moranis? What did he ever do to you? You can't say, honey, I blew up the kids was that bad. Somebody just walked up and sucker punched him? Yeah. They wow. like knocked him down. Did for no reason? Like, did the guy say anything? Or was it a guy? Like, do we know? Yeah, they said it was a guy and he was dressed in black and he just came up and punched him in the face. For no reason. And then just walked off? Yeah. <laughs> what? Was he all right? Yeah, he got up, he brought himself to the hospital, and then he brought himself to the police. That's tough. I mean, maybe the guy hits like a pussy, so I don't know, but still. Interesting. Well, that's yeah. okay. I mean. Why would you want to hit Rick Moranis? I don't, I, why would you want to walk up and sucker punch anybody for no reason? <laughs> like just. Well, aside from that, like... Was it just, I'm going to go punch well, well, some did random the guy, person? Did the guy know it was Rick Moranis? We don't know because he hit him and took off. <laughs> so so we don't know. So we don't know if it was like somebody that was like, oh, that's the honey I shot the kids guy. I F that guy and went and decked I don't him. know. It we could, don't know. He could have just been like, I'm going to go punch some random, random guy. Let, yes. me go nap, let me go hit him and it's And it's Rick poor Rick Moranis. Moranis. Oh, well, he's okay. So that's the important part, right? That's yes. the important part of the story. Yes. Great. Can you stop messing with I'm your microphone sorry. for crying I'm, out loud? God. I'm trying to fix it. It needs to be in the right position. It's so loud in my headphones. Oh my gosh, I'm sorry. Gosh, darn it. So that's the like that's the craziest thing going on now is Rick Moranis getting punched in the head. Anybody watch the presidential debates? <laughs> <laughs> I think the real winner of the of the debate was those who didn't watch it. What a mess. Oh, it's so, so tremendous. Yeah. We're not going to get political. No, no, not no. at all. Not at all. But just, I mean, and then, and then the, now, now, uh, whatever. I'm not going to get into it. Forget it. Let's just, let's move on to something else. Cause I say just... we just, we don't have any election. <laughs> We're just like, no, no, no more government. Yeah. We'll, we'd probably be better off. Mm. Uh, so what are we talking about this week? So this week 
I wanted to talk about New Hampshire legends. Legends like what? Legends like stories of things that happened, curses, witches, vampires, things like that. So like supernatural type yes. things? Okay. Yeah. So supernatural legends of New England? New yes. Hampshire. Just New Hampshire? New Hampshire. Well, Just there's one that's not in New Hampshire that I want to talk about, but it was okay. so cool I couldn't leave it out. But we're going to focus on New Hampshire primarily yes. because that's yes. where we live. That's where we live. All right. Rock and roll. Yeah. Cool. So, oh, before we start that, though, you said you wanted to talk about the moon. The yeah, moon. so we just had the full... The moon, excuse me. Let's talk about a moon. Any moon will do. We just had a full moon, and Mars was visible, and it was really close to the moon, and it was just really cool, and we took pictures of it, and we looked at it, but it was funny because <laughs> there is a star that is on the other side of our house, like on one side of our house that we always see, but it's kind of orangey red. Oh, it, the, oh yeah. And it yeah. always looks like it's like flashing, which I guess stars twinkle because it's the way our atmosphere is. It just does something with our eyes to make it look like that. But it's weird because when you look at it from a certain angle, it looks like it's moving, but it's not. It was just weird. Yeah. Yeah. All right. But I just wanted to share that because we're like, what is that? Is it moving? Well, I, I brought it to your attention first because I noticed it the other day. I'm like, what is that? Is that a plane? What is it? But no, because it was orange. So I'm like, what the hell is that out in, yeah. the, in the, what is that? And it was like blinking. And like you said, if you look at it a certain way, it looks like it's moving. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, am I looking at a UFO? Nah, it can't be. Well, and of course I, I leave you know, the window, come back a few minutes later, it's still there. I'm like, what is it? What am I looking at? And so whatever. Next day, it's there again. Like, all right. So I finally brought it to your attention to be like, am I crazy? Am I seeing this thing that's out there? Is that a star? What is that? And you came and you looked at it and you're like, oh, I don't know. And then we came outside and we looked at it together. Well, and I looked at it before, but I can't tell if it's the same star I've seen before. But I remember seeing a star. It did that. But I forgot about it. And yeah, it's a star and it twinkles and it. But it's always in the same spot yeah it's in the same position it doesn't move anywhere like we have the sun and the moon they move if the earth is where what we're being told it is and it rotates and this and that wouldn't you think that the star would move into a different spot i don't know all right yeah it's always in the same spot it's always in the exact same spot doing the exact same thing so if we're rotating as we're told why is that not moving is the star well, it, it, moving no, with us? It moves because it goes down no. and it sets, yes. It's in the same spot in the sky. Yes. Yes, it sets and comes, yes, but it's always in the saying. same spot yes. in the sky. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Whereas the moon and the sun, they do change their positions throughout the year. Yes. But that star doesn't. It's always there. That's what I'm saying. Arc. Taurus. You think that's I what it is because you used is. an app on your phone. Yeah. How reliable are those apps on your phone? I don't know, but I was just trying to see because it, if it would tell me if it's a star, which I assumed it is. I don't think it's a UFO just hanging in the I same spot I don't think it is time. either, but I'm just saying I don't know what it is. If it's a star, it doesn't ever move. It's always in that spot year round. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. And that doesn't make sense because if, like I said... If we're spinning all the time and we're doing all these revolutions around the sun or whatever it is, why are we? Why is that always in the same spot? That's what. I'm, that's my question. Maybe it just likes that spot. I know. I know. I'm crazy to question these things. Well, how dare I question 
anything. <laughs> Anyhow. Anyhow. Yeah. So Mars was next to the moon. It was cool. It looked cool. We showed I our six year old and he got really excited. Yeah. It was yeah. Nice. We had we had to go pull him out of bed yeah. and take him down and show him. Come look. It was like, hey, you got to see this. Yeah. That's that's Mars. So yeah. Or that's what we're told is Mars. We don't know. True. We're n- we're not. We haven't been there. It's allegedly Mars. And allegedly Theoretically, the it's Mars. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> people listen for the first time. Like, what are they talking about? Allegedly, what what the, what are they saying? Yeah, we we like to quantify every statement by saying allegedly or theoretically because we really don't know for sure. Well, it was just explaining. To Nobody our, does to our six year old early, uh, earlier today about how. When it comes down, like, why things are the way they are, why we say something is a certain way, why it's named a certain way, it's just that's what people have done. That's what they've said for so long, like gravity. It's just, yep, this is what they believe. Now, technically, it's all theory. Like gravity? Why are you bringing up gravity? Because I was explaining to our son. You're explaining gravity to him? Well, he was asking about stuff like that. Like, why? Why is it? Oh, okay. So I'm like, well... Because they say it is and like measurements, like where do they get the measurement from? Things like that. And I'm like, it's just what they say it is. But it's all theory. It's all stuff people technically make up that they just talking say about this is the moon this. and and astrology so and things like that. That's why I'm that why you're bringing of, yeah, that? Yeah. So in okay. terms of the moon Got it. and Mars and we say allegedly, I mean. Yeah. Nobody's ever been there. Well, I don't think anybody's ever really been there. They'll, they'll tell you they've been there, but come on. They, they also tell us now that the moon is in our atmosphere, whereas uh, it never was until just recently. So Somehow, yeah, weird. Anyway, so weird. all right, let's let's move on because I'm I'm getting I'm I'm getting ornery here, getting a little cranky. Aww. No, I, I just anytime I talk about this stuff, I get okay. Well, we'll cranky. Move, we'll so let's forward. yeah, let's move on to a all fun right. topic. Let's so please. One of the stories I wanted to bring up is the Saco River curse. Have you ever heard of this? No. Okay, so And I thought the Saco River was Maine. But it's New Hampshire too. Sorry. I thought that was apparently loud based off your reaction. My apologies. I'm Blew excited. my eardrum out there. Wow. Sorry, I'm yeah, you excited. are excited. Okay, so the so Saco River, River runs actually, through Maine, it's in Maine and New Hampshire. And New Hampshire. Okay. I was We were actually that. right over there when we were up uh, further up north in the White Mountains. Okay. All right. Mm-hmm. So back in, now the dates vary. So this is the basic story. And then I'll go into all the variations of the story. But in 1675, three sailors came across a Native American woman and her baby. And apparently back then, they believed that Native American babies automatically know how to swim. So they took the baby and threw it in the river, thinking it could swim. It didn't. The poor thing died. And so one of the stories is that the woman went running to her tribe, told the chief, and the chief cursed the river to take the lives of three white men every year. Can I stop you for just a second? Yes. So who threw the baby in the river? The sailors. They were like English sailors. Okay. Mm -hmm. All right. So some variations in the story. One is that the sailors were drunk. Wait, that's the story? That That's how the, the river got cursed. I'm going to go more into it, oh, okay. but I want to talk about like, the variations <laughs> first. Okay, all right. So one is that the sailors were drunk. Another is that it took place in 1547. So, so the sailors were drunk. That's why they took the baby. That's and... one of the stories. Okay. One is just right. they 
Okay. Took the baby. Sure. And then one said, like, some people say, oh, the sailors were drunk. Um, one, one variation said it took place in 1547. In another story I came across, one version, version of it was that the baby's father, the woman's husband, was the chief. One story commented that the sailors truly believed the baby could swim. And here's a weird part. Like, this is something that varied a bit. But this one says that two settlers kidnapped a young Native American girl and took her onto the river in a canoe. The canoe capsized and all three drowned. Her father was the tribe's chief and cursed the river to take the life of three people every year. Now, I tried to do some research. I saw a lot of quote-unquote articles with people talking about this and saying that it's true at least three people die every year on the river. And I think think it was just in the new hampshire part of the river or just is this in, including in the Saco river so is this the entire river okay so i did read somewhere i'm trying to look at my notes because i want to read something from the new england historical society as well that allegedly they're saying they have the actual story but it's these articles are saying that yeah the Saco river claims three lives every year typically they're swimming or canoeing accidents, but parts of the river get really rough. So it seems like this creepy curse that, oh my gosh, the river's claiming people's lives, but it's a really big river and there's really rough parts to it. So is it possible that... Has has there been three people a year since 16 whatever From year? what I can find, yes. I've seen like other... every year but there's I been could three. not... I could not personally verify because I tried going through obituaries. Like I, I spent so much time trying to prove or disprove this. I just, I couldn't because it goes through all different towns. It goes through different states. So it makes it very difficult to prove or disprove. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, do we know for sure that there's been three a year? Because, I mean, if we could verify that, that's pretty So that's pretty, some articles pretty from <laughs> more established journalists. Um, yeah, but... Sites. That, that yeah, I'm just saying. Anything. Like, but yeah, but Especially they were nowadays. saying it has been, but I couldn't see. They didn't cite where it was verified. Okay. So that's, so, that's so the this issue is part, I have So this is part of the it. legend is that there's been three a year since then. Yeah, three deaths a year since then. Okay. So that's just part of the legend, but we cannot mm-hmm. verify that. Yes. To, to say that it's true. Got it. <clears throat> so here's the story from the New England Historical Society. Squando was a great, and I, I apologize if I butcher any words. Is or this names. the same story that you're reading now? Yes. This okay. is according to we, the New oh, England so Historical their, Society. Their this is version. what they're saying is accurate. All right. Squando was a great Sokokus Sachem. His tribe respected and dignified bearing. And be- oh, hold on. His tribe respected his dignified bearing and believed he had magical powers. In 1631, English colonists began settling a town called Winter Harbor, which later became Saco, in the Sokokus Territory. Under Squando's leadership and diplomacy, the in- Indians and colonists lived side by side in peace. That peace coexisted, uh, coexistence ended in the summer of 1675, according to legend. 
The Secaucus were summering on what is now Factory Island in the river. An English ship was anchored in the mouth of the river. Three sailors decided to launch a rowboat and explore the island. There they found Squando's wife and infant son in a canoe. The sailors decided to test a belief that Indian babies were born knowing how to swim. They threw Squando's baby into the river. There are different versions of what happened next. According to one, Squandro's wife dove in and saved the baby, but he soon died afterward. And according to another, both wife and child drowned. According to a third, Squandro also lost his unborn baby, uh, also lost his unborn baby in the tragedy. So saying his wife was pregnant with another baby and that baby died. He mourned for three days and then he issued his curse. He commanded the spirits of the river to take the lives of three white men a year until they left the shores of Sako. He also vowed revenge on the English. Squandro supposedly persuaded the Adroskogan tribe to attack Winter Harbor and an opening blow of King Philip's War. For centuries, mariners wouldn't go near the river until three people had died that year. Kate Douglas Wiggin, who grew up along the Saco River, wrote about the curse in her book, Rose O. the River, in 1905. In 1947, the Maine Sunday Telegram declared the curse had been broken when no one drowned that year in Saco. So. There you go. There you go. Okay. Saco River has been called the River of Death. It is 135 miles long and has many rough parts to it. And while I couldn't find the exact number of how many people died, um, like I said, many were swimming or canoeing accidents. So I just think it's really interesting because here it is, this river in our backyard, not literally, but is cursed. I never even knew about it. Supposedly cursed. Allegedly cursed. (laughs) Well, apparently not so much anymore because in 1947, three people didn't die. All right. But I remember seeing more recently more people dying so i don't know maybe the curse took a break or maybe it was never cursed at all and that's just a fun story to tell a cautious tale to get people to stay away from the river and the rough parts of it or something i don't know or maybe it was really cursed or maybe teach you don't mess with people you don't know yeah like don't don't just throw babies into the water although i gotta say when i was a kid i remember watching i think it was 2020 and they were showing babies being thrown in the pool with their parents and they were just kind of like underwater and swimming Mm -hmm. so yeah i've seen stuff like that because so basically like you talk about underwater like people talk about having an underwater birth so the mother gives birth in water because the baby's in amniotic fluid it's in water so when it comes out it's still in water it's once the lungs get clear and start breathing air. So they're saying like they're kind of born naturally like in water because they have the amniotic fluid, like they'd be okay. But some babies are good swimmers, but I don't think it's every baby is a good swimmer. That's not what I'm talking about, giving birth in water. No, I'm I'm just saying saying, like I think some of that, some people believe like, oh, babies are... Oh, all right. I, I'm, I'm saying I saw babies in a swimming pool. Yeah, I remember that. I saw that too. Okay, Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And they were just swimming around like, I mean, obviously the parent was right there, but they were underwater and swimming. And, you know, they must have the camera underwater so you could see the baby and everything. Uh, Yeah, I remember that. But it it just made me think of like, 
I think because people correlate how the babies are in amniotic fluid because they were young too. It's not like they were. Yeah, they were like infants. Yeah, like probably it's a couple like months old like or something. Yeah, one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So I, I don't know, but I remember that. Interesting. Mm-hmm. I, I don't. I don't know why they were doing. I, I. I just remember seeing that. It just that's a that's a, that's a embedded in my brain. Like I still yeah. remember watching that. <laughs> I don't know what it was about. I just remember they had babies and they were in the pool swimming. Babies yeah, in the was, water. I don't know. There you go. I mean, look at the cover. Nirvana's Nevermind. Yeah. The baby boy swimming in a pool underwater. So there you go. Anyhow, so yeah, that's an interesting. Little, but I think uh, if they legend. got thrown into a river, they probably wouldn't fare well. I don't think so, mm-hmm. no. So, no. yeah, if that's true, like, why they, why would they have that belief? That's just kind of weird. But, hey. people aren't always very smart. I, I guess not. Yeah. I, I don't know. So, here's a fun little story. We about fun, a, we're going fun now. Fun little story about Eunice Goody Cole. Eunice. Eunice. I went to school with a girl named Eunice. Really? Yep. Was she a witch? No. Huh. Well, no. She was. She was cool. I always got along with her. Well, like got along well with her. She was like into rap and hip hop and stuff like that. She was. She was. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. Just a. She was cool. I guess. Okay. Just a normal person. And her name was Eunice. And her name Good was for Eunice. Her. Yeah. It's a different name. So Eunice came, uh, well, she was a Hampton, New Hampshire resident. Sorry, that's my bracelet. Eunice Goody Cole was accused and tried for witchcraft twice in 1673 and 1680 and was the only person convicted of witchcraft in New Hampshire. Really? Yes. Eunice and her husband, William, came to Hampton, Hampton, New Hampshire from from England. Was this during the... the was this the time period of the Salem witch trials? I believe so. Yeah, the 1600s. Yeah, no, but were, wasn't it just a certain like a, a couple year time span? I don't span? remember the exact year, but the, I, this I don't kind of her asking. story went on for a while because okay. there was multiple things that happened. Now, I want to say that researching this legend, there are so many variations, and it's really easy to get super confused because you read a few different stories and they say somewhat different things I basically tried to take the meat of what everywhere I could read about her said that agreed with everyone else and then I'll go into the variations because it gets really wacky wacky yes wacky (laughs) all right so neighborhood children claim to have seen Eunice take the form of different animals such as dogs cats and eagles They also claim to have seen the devil in form of a black dwarf with a red cap sitting at her table. So somebody can't be like a short person in black without being with a red hat on and being called a devil. That's awful. Granted, it's the 1600s, but still. Can you finish the story? (laughs) Like what? A farmer claimed. I'm pretty sure that if there was a dwarf back then everybody would know about it because it's not like there were hundreds of thousands of people maybe, in villages. Maybe he was passing through town. Um, That's sh- all I'm saying. All right. Carry a, on. A farmer claimed that one of his calves died and another disappeared after eating grass on her property. The townspeople despised her and believed she could inflict punishment or injury on anyone she wanted. 
When Goody died, her body was recovered, and it was rumored that the town... Who's Goody? Sorry, Eunice Goody Cole. So they called her Goody. That was like her nickname. Oh, okay. And let me explain. So it came from the... I guess when... During that time, if you were poor, so you'd be given the title of good wife. So it was like she was a good wife, so they called her Goody. That's what I read. So... Um, so when Eunice died, her body was recovered and it was rumored the townspeople staked her heart to prevent her from haunting their town. Some people continued to blame her for their misfortune. One example given was a boat full of Hampton rest, uh, residents overturned and everyone drowned, even though they were swimming distance from shore. She was blamed for the boat crashing and causing the passengers to forget how to swim to shore. It is rumored that people looked down upon Eunice and William, that's her husband, because they were poor and elderly, but owned 40 acres of valuable land. She also stood up for her rights during a time when women didn't have any. So she was an older woman. Her and her husband were poor, but they had 40 acres of valuable land. And she was very outspoken for a woman of her time. She spoke up for women's rights for her own rights, that was something that wasn't really good back then. <laughs> if you were a woman, the you, good old days, it was frowned upon. Yeah. On March eighth of nineteen nineteen thirty eight, nineteen thirty, yeah, nineteen thirty eight, the citizens of Hampton, during a town meeting, passed a resolution to restore Eunice Goody Cole to her rightful place as a citizen of Hampton. During a public ceremony, certified copies of all her court documents were burned and mixed with soil from her last home and reputed resting place as an apology. So it's like, yeah, let's burn all the evidence of all the crap we did to you <laughs> as an say, apology. To say, yeah, wha- what? Hmm. All right. Some claim to see a mysterious old woman wandering the streets at night and believe it's the ghost of Eunice Cole. There's actually one story I read where a police officer saw this woman walking down the street and he was saying, oh, you got to be careful walking on the road at night. And she commented to him like, oh, yeah, I'm fine. And then she just like disappeared. And he's like, where'd she go? So there are stories where people have seen an apparition. They think it's her. Now, here's where there's a lot of variations. Some say Eunice came from London and her husband came from London. And then different stories say other parts of England. So we can't really trace back that I could find where she was originally from. Some say she was tried twice. But then other stories I found said she was tried three times. So I don't know where they're getting this information. I tried looking up. It was very limited what I could find in my search, especially if they're burning the records. (laughs) They don't want us to know. Um, Other dates state that she was first arrested in 1656 and again in 1673. Some accounts even claim 1671. One article stated at the age of 64, she was tried and convicted of witchcraft, spent 15 years in a cold, bleak jail cell in Boston, Mass. Her husband, then 88, complained he needed her assistance as he could not care for himself. The courts had sold their land and paid his debts with the money. 
Eunice petitioned the courts for her release so she could care for her husband. And in 1671, she was finally released, though, to only learn her husband had died in 1662. So her husband passed away because she was in jail for so long, according to this story. And yeah, okay, we'll let you out to go take care of your husband. Oh, he's been dead for almost a decade. Another story claims she was on trial for slanderous speech, quote unquote, in 1645, which led her to basically begin the witchcraft trials. So she began the witchcraft. No, which led. Sorry, excuse me. I got to clear my throat. I'm confused by the way you're wording this. It basically led like kicked off the whole witchcraft thing because she was tried for slander speech. So that kind of started the whole ball rolling with witchcraft. Do we know, is there any record of what this supposed slanderous speech was? Um, I think I have it further down. Okay, we'll get to it. No problem. I remember what it was, but I just, no, I just think I wrote it down. Get to it when you get to it. That's yeah. fine. A na- uh, in, and in this one story I was reading, a neighbor... Uh, claimed to have heard scraping sounds and attributed it to witchcraft, claiming an animal caused it. So back then, yeah. Oh, there was an animal. But Must, must be witches. <clears throat> well, what? here's the thing. What? Back then with witchcraft, people believed that witches had their familiar and they believed the familiar was a demon inside an animal's body. I don't know. What's a familiar? A demon inside an animal's body. So a familiar is something that assists the witches. They take shapes of different animals, but it's really a demon inside and can transform. So these people are thinking This is what they believed or this is what? This is what they believed. So that's why they're saying, I heard scraping noises and thought it was an animal. So they're basically implying she had an animal that's her familiar because she's a witch. I know it sounds crazy, and it is. But this is the stuff they had to deal with back then. Yeah. It's, not, it's not that crazy. Look at what's going on in the world today. True. So she was tried and sentenced to, a, um, to go to prison in, uh, in Boston. So she stayed in a jail in Boston. So we're going on... This, this is another different variation yes. of the story? How many different variations there's a, are there? There's a lot of different... I read so many different stories. Like about, different articles, about yes, about her. It's like there's so many places that write about her. All so right. I tried Here. to take the most of everything that was the same. And then t- I want to talk about the variations. So four years later, she was back in Hampton and someone uh, and she called someone a whore. And then she was tried and sentenced to prison again. Wow. She's outspoken. No, no freedom of speech back then. Especially if you're a woman. In 1662, she was released from the prison on the condition she could leave the area. But she was a widow. She had no money and no means to leave the to go live elsewhere. So the witch, I can't talk, witchcraft charge was renewed and she was imprisoned again. In 1665, she asked to be released but was given the same condition to leave the area. Since she could not, she remained in prison. So a lot of the stories, the prison time varied as well, like how long she was in prison for, when she got released. That stuff seemed to vary. 
Now, some claim when she was finally released from prison, she became the town's responsibility. After a few days of not claiming food they left for her, they went inside her home and found her dead. Some claim they threw her body in a ditch. Others say she was buried. So with that, this town that hated her, they despised her. But because she's been in prison, she has no one to care for her. She's too old to care for herself. She is now the town's responsibility. And one of the other things was that the town of Hampton had to pay her prison debt. So they had to pay towards the cost of keeping her in prison. So that really pissed off the townspeople. So they got to pay for her. They got to give her food. They got to take care of her. Nobody wanted to deal with her. So after a few days of noticing, she wasn't taking her food. Like nobody would go in and visit her. They only dealt with her the least they had to. And yeah, after a few days, they're like, oh, she must be dead. Let's go in and check. And yeah, and there were different stories. Some they say they just like tossed her in a ditch. Awful. Wow. One article claims part of her punishment was a public whipping where they found a quote unquote witch's mark on her body, which today might be called a skin tag or a mole. According to the story, some women were called in to inspect it more closely, and Eunice scratched it off her body. So basically, they any like they were saying it was like this blue mark. And they were saying it was a witch's mark. It could very well have just been something that was like stuck on her. It could be a freaking bug, like a tick or something. And she just like scratched it off. Blue ink. Maybe she was writing a letter. Maybe. <laughs> uh, whatever. Okay. But yeah, so they're saying, oh, she scratched it off. She's a witch. So uh, right. that's some of the stories of Eunice Cole. But it's believed that she still haunts that town so she haunts the entire town well they say there's like certain areas like streets like a certain street so what, by people, where she lived that they so what allegedly do people see, see her they see they her see her so they see like her in a spectral form yes just walking looks around like a person yeah and how do they know it's her and not just some old lady walking around i don't know no, you know, but I'm, yeah. I'm not. I'm not trying to be a jerk. I mean, I'm, I'm just seriously. Like, how do they know it's not just some the old person walking around? The stories I found, nobody could explain. They just speculated it was her. So they see an old woman, what appears to be an old woman walking, and then what vanishes Disappears, or oh, okay, vanishes. so that's what I mean. Yeah. Like when you say, oh, they just see a woman walking. Well, okay, because it's could an just, old woman could walking. Just be down an old the woman street. walking down the road. Like what happens? I, I wanted to know if there was anything else to that. Man, when I get really old, I'm going to go walk down the streets of Hampton, New Hampshire <laughs> at night and just mess with people. Right. <laughs> okay. But yeah, I, I thought that was a really interesting story because of the history of her being the only witch. Yeah. And, and I just, there were so many, see, that's the thing when you, when you talk about stuff from way back then and you mm-hmm. have all these different variations, I think it's because you have... Uh, it's kind of like that game of telephone where you tell, I tell you something, then you go tell somebody else. And, and by the time it gets to like the 10th person, mm-hmm. the story's altered yeah. in some way. It might be just little small details or it could be a big, you know, a big piece of the story is, is altered. Know. We don't, yeah, exactly. So I think Th- that's I mean, what's going really on here. this really happened to her. We think. Well, I mean, it's been documented. Documented where? I thought they burned it all. Yeah, they did, but it was documented. I'm sure Boston probably has documents as well. 
if she stayed in their prisons. But who knows? Like stuff back then, who knows if they still have it? That's what I mean. So is this a story that people just made up throughout the years? Or is this like a legitimate, was there a woman by that name who had all these different things happen to her, who was imprisoned and all this kind of stuff? How do you how do you prove something like that that happened from way back then? That's that's all I'm asking. I mean, the town acknowledges her. That's, I know. I that's know. great. I mean, we could our town could acknowledge me tomorrow for no reason at all, just arbitrarily. And fifty years from now, people will go, "Oh yeah, because he walked down the street and stopped the burglary or something." You know what I mean? Like, all right. That's all. That's all I'm saying. Okay. I'm. I'm just i'm i'm here to poke holes in these stories that's my job today uh, okay i'm just trying to share these really cool stories about things that it, happen it's in a our cool state. story it's just there's so many different variables in and variations of the story mm-hmm. and and just some some of these details are pretty big that you yeah. think would be in all the stories but it was i i was taking down all these notes i'm like getting the dates because i'm trying to find like i want to know the dates like i'm trying to get this information and when you call actual towns for information they can't really help you it's like oh well you have to drive all this way and come fill out a form and request something and it's like i don't have time to do that so yeah i know some of these some of these towns are a couple hours away so to just <laughs> yeah yeah well yeah. What are you going to do? Hey, hey, you made the effort. So I, that's, I try. That's, that's impressive. <laughs> I know. I'm like, keep the kids quiet. I'm on the phone. I'm trying to call. Yeah. Yeah. And actually, the next place we're going to talk about, I called their historical, the town's historical society, trying to get information. I called the town clerk, trying to get information. She sent me to the library, where the librarian told me, basically, I can come check out some books that might have that information, but they didn't know and they couldn't tell me. And I'm like, oh, well, I'm a few hours away. And they offered to, like, photocopy or scan and send me the information, but by the time they would mail it to me, it we'd already have recorded. So that wouldn't really work by the time they could probably get everything done. They said I could buy a book on Amazon. It's like, well, by the time it comes in, I'm kind of getting down to, I need well, my information. We could have recorded this a month from now if you really wanted, wanted to wait for this information. But that's the that's, thing. I don't know. A, there was no guarantee the information was there. There was no guarantee of the information. So I felt like I don't want to spend all this time waiting. Yeah, it's fine. And then the information's not even there. Well, I, I just, I find it kind of funny that you, I mean, obviously you're going to tell the story now, but you're calling about this specific thing and nobody just knew it. If it's, that's what I mean. Like if it was some local town legend, wouldn't you think that the local townspeople would to know go it? i go over the legend and the different variations and then I'll go over what I was asking. I was asking pretty simple. Yeah, right. Simple. I wasn't even asking about the okay. legend. I was asking uh, about the town. Okay. That makes a little bit more sense then. All right. Mm-hmm. Well, why don't we hear this next uh, wonderful story? I'm talking about Archer's Pond in Ossipee, New Hampshire. And this is this is where we drove to. Yes. We, we actually were going by, so we stopped there. Um, this is basically... Uh, they used to call it, I guess, a village area. And it was around the pond. And then the street you take to get down there, there's a cemetery on the corner. So we stopped there. We took some pictures. So allegedly, this area of Archer's Pond is very haunted. And there's different things, experiences that people have. A lot of people have claimed to hear screaming. Some even said blood-curdling screaming that they'll hear at night. 
some people have been in their cars, like going down there and their car just starts shaking for no reason. Wait, while they're driving? Well, they're no, they're stopped in the car. They're inside their car. And it'll they're just start stopped, shaking. and it yeah, just starts okay, shaking. Okay. I would think, yeah, if you're driving, obviously, I was gonna say it's, going a, it's a pretty, it's a pretty bumpy dirt road. Yeah. I, I mean, is that were they driving? Because I mean, that's kind of normal for it to shake. But okay, just just clarifying. People have claimed to see ghosts, and people have also claimed to see random lights floating around. Maybe it's UFOs. Ooh. But some also said that it looked like lanterns were lit. Well, remember we were when we were driving down that road and we looked down a side road and we saw a house mm-hmm. and there was lanterns hanging from <gasps> that's the trees. right and it was really cool looking and I didn't get a picture. So of that. maybe that's what people were seeing. <laughs> people actually have lanterns. <laughs> they're, yeah, they're, they yeah, they like, like hung like, the lanterns yeah, like, up in the yeah. tree. It was really cool. Yeah, I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. So they're saying this area is haunted, but there's a lot of different variations about why it's haunted. So one of the stories is that the residents of Archer's Pond died of smallpox in the 1800s. It's believed that some of the residents were buried on the south side of the pond and um, only one tombstone remains now from that time. The others were buried at the cemetery at Archer's Pond Road and Chickville Road, Road intersection. So where we turned on that cemetery we stopped at, yeah, that's where it's saying the other ones were buried. Unfortunately for us, it was pouring outside and <laughs> I tried to get the best I could for pictures. But very difficult. And it's chained off, so it's not easy to get it to. Another rumor is that a man named Archer was walking across the frozen pond and fell in. His body was never recovered, and they named the pond after him. And so it's his spirit that is haunting the area? They're saying it's his spirit that's haunting the area. All right. Another one is that a man named Archie went around killing everyone in the small village around the pond and threw their bodies into the pond, and then he hanged himself outside of his house. As you do when yeah. you go on a murder so spree. His angry spirit. There's some rumors where people have seen um, half of an apparition, the upper half, carrying an axe. There's rumors or people these have are... claimed to have seen that. Okay. That's one of the stories saying that's what happened there. And that's one of what people say. I saw a ghost. It was a guy, but you only saw his upper half. He was carrying an axe. Another story says a young man named Andy Stockman went missing. His car was found at Archer's Pond and had been set on fire. His body was found in Tuftonboro, New Hampshire, and had a gunshot wound to his head. I tried looking this person up. They're saying, so they're saying he's haunting the All right. place. I tried looking him up. I tried finding information on him. I couldn't find anything. Of course, I don't have a year that it happened, but I... I, well, I mean, if you, if you did a search with the first Nothing. last name and those Nothing. particular details, I you tried think, New Hampshire, Tuftonboro, Ossipee. I couldn't find anything. Gunshot wound to the head. I didn't do that. Well, that's what I mean. Like you would think that there would be information. Usually you just put the name and things come up. No, I, right. Did you do Andy or Andrew? I did both. Okay. Huh. I didn't have any luck. Interesting. Yes. So All right. what really happened there? 
is uncertain. So when I try calling to get information, I just want a basic information. Like when was like, is there any historical information about how Archer's Pond got its name? Because if they say, well, a guy named Archer fell in and died and we named it after him. Oh, okay. Well, we can say that story is true or we can debunk it right there. Well, I mean, we could say that it's been verified by somebody who says that, yeah, that's what they claim well, in the by town. town historians. Sure. Right. I was also trying to find out about the people who died of smallpox there to see if people actually die because it, it doesn't say on the tombstone how they died right so i was trying to find out was there a smallpox outbreak in the town that around that time that could have caused a lot of people to die but i was unfruitful i had no luck you were unfruitful yes did i use that word right i don't think so damn it but whatever yeah you were unfruitful <sighs> I was... we're gonna we're gonna start using that word now in that context whether or not it's correct. I don't think it's correct. For all, for all the gonna, people watching us. But we're just going to do that for now. For all the watchers. Yes, for all, the, for, all, for all of our watchers. For all of our watchers. Yes. And for all of you hearers. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so I still have a couple more stories to go through. Well, hold on a second. This one that we're talking about, Archer's Pond. Yes. So when did people start to have these haunting I stories here's the thing when did this all come here's about? the thing nobody gives dates as to when they started experiencing this i swear i feel like velma dinkley from scooby-doo because i'm just like ooh, curses and ghost stories and witches and i want the information because what do we say we want the truth yeah so want, i start yeah, right. digging i want this stuff to be real but then i'm finding stuff where it's like okay well you can explain this for this or you can explain this for this so Nothing, I, I can't verify anything, so it makes it really difficult. And there's so, I mean, the date range here is so broad. You yes. Smallpox in the 1800s, and then to you have- somebody with a car. Somebody, yeah, right. So what, <laughs> there's so many different stories of, I don't know. But it's still a cool kind of story. It's a cool story, but again, that's why it's a story, because mm -hmm. it can't be proven or verified to be true. It makes me think of the psych episode, um, Scary Sherry's Toast. And so basically... Please elaborate. Spoilers, if you haven't seen this episode from the first season of Psych. But basically, Sean and Gus started an urban legend. When they were kids, they were with their dad, uh, Sean's dad, who's a cop trick-or-treating. And they were driving by um, a mental institute, and a woman was trying to jump, so... Their, his dad Henry had to go in and stop her he said don't look and Gus is trying to cover his eyes but Sean peeked and it looked like the girl was jumping out the window so they went around telling everyone they saw her leap to her death and it turned out years later what is it 20 like 20, 20 years later so years later yeah they find out no she never died because his dad grabbed her and pulled her in so he started an urban legend. So you never know how stories could come up, how they're made. People might have, like we said, it's telephones. It kind of stems from somewhere and then rolls into something else. But it was kind of disappointing not being able to get all the information I wanted. Yeah. And it's, uh, I mean, again, when, you, when you're calling people in the town and they don't have anything to tell you either, that leads me to believe, I mean, it, that's not a big town. It's a pretty small town. We drove through it. Leads me to believe that uh, some of these are probably not true. I would, I would think most of them are not true because if if 
the people at the town office and the librarian, mm-hmm. they don't know if, uh, and they can't give you any information. They can't verify anything for you. Uh, uh, that leads me to believe that this is probably just a bunch of, uh, what's a good word? Malarkey? Bunk. bunk. Oh. <laughs> just a bunch of bunk. I don't know. Well, it's funny too, because one of the librarians was asking another librarian about something and she goes well do you just want to talk to her and then i the woman gets back on the phone so obviously the other lady was like no i don't want to talk to her <laughs> tremendous oh that's like something i would do no, i don't want to talk get, get, get away from me why are you saying it so loud so now i'm gonna have to get on the phone <laughs> right. uh yeah. well so uh <laughs> yeah I, I don't i don't know how i feel about that one i i kind of feel like that one's just bunk <laughs> i just and, I don't, and, and the I, goody story that's another one where it's there's some cool stories but they're just stories yeah. and there's so many different versions For of that, the story i just think of it as what women went through during the 1600s the witchcraft trials basically it's if you were an outspoken woman if you were a woman who dealt with herbal medicine what we might call a naturopath today like if you were any kind of woman who did anything other than just like keep quiet and cook and sew it's like oh she's a witch that's how i look at it based on hollywood movies and dramatizations of that time period or books that maybe you read when you were younger that were written in our century you weren't there you don't know who we don't know how things were back then we only know what we're told in 50 years, people are going to be talking about us in a way that is probably not true at all. But they're going to have probably the internet. They'll probably have implants in their head that they can search information for by that time. You know what I mean? Like, we don't know. Mm. We, know just what, we know just what the stories are. So life may not have been tough for women back then. Maybe they were just like they are now. We don't know. That's all I'm saying. It's possible, but given like women couldn't even vote, you know, they had to fight for that. So I'm just saying women did not have rights for a very long time. The right to vote. You're talking about. But no, they didn't have. What other what other rights did they not have? Look at women before, you know, they typically will. I don't want to turn this into a political show. No, I'm I'm saying, okay, the right to vote. Fine. But you're saying they didn't have the freedom of speech. They didn't have any of the rights. A lot of times they didn't. They didn't want women speaking. They didn't want women speaking up. So that's the thing it was looked down upon. That is my point. All right. And my point is, we don't know what happened back then because we weren't there. We, right. we know what we're told. That's that's it. I I get your point. But I'm saying based off of that. I'm not I saying just, it was all roses and, and whatever. I get that. But, but I'm just trying to say it's a really interesting story. And it's interesting to hear about these stories about why people would, you know, accuse someone of witchcraft. And it makes you wonder, like with Eunice Cole, did they do it because they just wanted her land? They were hoping that kick them out of town and get that's their what land. I, that, when you did told they, me that, that's what that was the first thing that went in my world. Yeah, they the wanted things. her. They wanted was it her because land. Because she of was an outspoken woman, and they didn't like that, so they're like, "Oh, screw her! What? She's a witch. She speaks up for herself." I'm gonna go with the. They probably wanted her land. Mm, possibly. 
that, I mean, and they they had to figure out a way to get rid. It was forty acres of valuable land. Mm-hmm. That's that's what every story says, right? So if we're to believe that she owned forty acres of valuable yeah. land and had no other money and and or any other, you know, she wasn't rich. Yeah. If she wasn't rich, how did she own 40 acres so of land? So basically, was it a reverend or a pastor? Like, they came down. They There was, like, a group of them. And they moved somewhere else. I think it might have been Exeter. And then, like, they went with the pastor or reverend or whoever. And I guess from what I read, it was kind of confusing. But it seemed like he had the land and he gave it to them. All right, so they were gifted this land. That's what I it see. seemed okay. like, but it's hard to tell because trying to read the information from different sources and put it together. Okay. Well, I mean that. I mean that would make a little bit more sense mm-hmm. if they were gifted this land. And, and again, back then, I mean, even now, land is it's valuable. Oh yeah, it's it's valuable. Mm-hmm. And, and back then, if you're if you're farming or, or you just want land for your animals, mm-hmm. you know, whatever, whatever the whatever the reason you'd need land for yeah I, I would say that's probably what happened there in my in my view if all of these things are true that happened or even if just the her being imprisoned if that was true i can see it happening because they want to get rid of her to to get her land that's that's what i view. thought when i was reading about that they're all talking about her valuable land and i'm like <laughs> yeah that, that that to me <laughs> so are you saying follow, that follow they- the money and mm. that's probably what you, happened. I'm like reading the stories. Are you trying to imply something? <laughs> right. But yeah. So, and and just with Archer's Pond, thinking back about the lanterns, they're seeing lit lanterns. And then we went by a house where that's what they had. So this yeah. house had lanterns literally like hung up on the trees. I, or it might have been a pole, but driving by, it looked like they were on tree branches. They were, they were on tree branches. Yeah. I mean, that's what it looked like. It was beautiful. It was really cool looking, but it makes you wonder if other people in the area did that. That would maybe explain if you're walking around at night and it's dark, you see that maybe from across the pond. Well, that's that's what I was thinking. If, if it's, say, this time of year, leaves have, have started to fall off mm-hmm. the trees and you can see through the woods a great distance you could see those lights you might be you, you might be thinking what the heck is that you know you might it might scare you a little bit yeah. i could see that or it could be a house <laughs> yeah. yeah so there you go so i have a couple more stories but why don't we save them because i, I want to find a few more so maybe uh, like find one more and then we're gonna save them yeah it, okay. and i really there's one and it's not new hampshire but i love this story so I'll save it. Wait, wait to leave us on a cliffhanger there, yeah. Monique. Yeah. All right. That's what I'm doing. Fair, fair enough. So we're going to come back next week Yeah. with more yes. stories from New England. Yes. And New Hampshire. Well, New Hampshire yeah. mostly, but I guess. Yeah, we'll do New England. Some other New England stories. I just felt like this is a really cool story. Even though it's not New Hampshire, I wanted to include it. So if I find another really cool story that is awesome where I remember old legends, from my childhood, then I'll do it. All right. Sounds good to me. Because we make up the rules. Yeah, right. Exactly. Our yeah. show, our rules. That's right. We do right. what we want. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> well, I'm, great stuff. Thank you. Yeah, great stuff. I, like I said, my job is I just try to poke holes in everything. <laughs> I'm such a jerk. Just let me have some fun. All let right. our listeners have fun. Well, I, I, I think... Hopefully they had fun listening to you, and then they probably just fast forward when I talk. 
No. Hopefully everyone enjoyed the show and they maybe heard something they didn't know about. They heard some cool legends. And I'm going to throw it out there. If there's some really cool local legends in your town or your state, let us know and I'll research it. Send me the info you have and I'll research it and we can talk about it. Yeah, she likes looking stuff up like that. I do. I like to research. I think it's cool that you do it, that you actually were trying to verify all this stuff. So I thought that was really cool. It's not easy. It's not. Yeah, doing, doing it right is not easy. You're right. But that's why I'm honest. It's like, I tried, I couldn't verify it. I'm not going to take these things as gospel and say, this is what happened because I can't prove it. Right. Well done. Thank you. You are Alex approved. (laughs) Woo! Whatever that means. (laughs) I'll take it. All right. Well, if, if, now you mentioned people can give a, give us their stories. Where can people find us? We have social media. Mm -hmm. So we have a Twitter. At Pod. Instagram. Homewrecker Podcast. And we're on Parlor. At Homewrecker Pod. And of course, if you're listening and you haven't already, go over to iTunes or wherever it is you get your podcast from. Hit the subscribe button. And when you get a minute, if you don't mind, please leave us a five star review. It helps us to, uh, I guess, get noticed. Get be found, be found more vis- be more visible. Yes. What's the word? Yeah. Get more watchers and, and hearers. Get more hearers. You get more hearers yeah. on a podcast. Yeah. If you're listening yeah. here, listeners, hearers, yes. yeah, yeah, listen to our last episode for, you'll for, get that, it. for that joke. But if you're watching <laughs> us. But if you're watching us and you haven't already, please hit the subscribe button on YouTube or Brighteon where mm-hmm. we're located. Yes. And uh, yeah, and, and, and interact with us there too. People leave comments all the time yeah. on videos. So and just so cool. you know, if you comment and I don't get back right away, I don't get like a notification pop-up or anything so i have to go look so i try to get back to everybody yes yes so with that do you have anything else you'd like to say before we just want to remind everyone remind everyone yes paranormal karen listen to her podcast i think you can get her anywhere you hear podcasts of course and check it out halloween i will be on there but just listen to her podcast anyway because she is an incredible human being so and she has a good show yes And check out my Etsy store, Wonders by Monique. All right. Yes. Rock and roll. So, Mm -hmm. until next time, I am the Golden Greek, Alex Arion. I've been joined, as always, by my beautiful, lovely, gorgeous, amazing trophy wife, Monique. And you've been listening to Homewrecker Podcast. You've been listening to Homewrecker Podcast? Yeah, I missed the the. It's not the Homewrecker Podcast anymore? (laughs) We dropping the the? Did I miss something? I was just like, I was thinking about what you were saying and it was making me feel all warm and fuzzy inside. <laughs> My brain just kind of went, uh. Wow. <laughs> I was kind of hoping no one would notice. I Let's noticed. Let's try that again. And Take I had two. To, I had to call you on it. And you would. And I love you for it. Of course. Let's try that again. Once more with feeling. Monique. And you've been listening to the Home Record Podcast. There it is. <laughs>